Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of Yeah, I Said It. You're checking out Yeah, I Said It on May 1st, 2020. And as always, before I start the show, I want to give a big shout out to all of the BTSC podcasters. I want to give a big shout out to my co-host of The Standard is The Standard and the Homer and the Haters show, Jeff Hartman. also want to give a big shout out to Deputy Dave, the Oracle of the website, Dave Schofield and Big Bro Sco. want to give a shout out to Bad, who's Bad? Mr. 2AM, Brian Anthony Davis. And also want to give a big shout out to Anthony, a.k.a. Tony Defio. Tony Defio will be premiering his solo show tomorrow. Not sure what the title of the show is, but make sure you guys stay tuned for that. Tony will bring you a fantastic show. Tony does a great job. I thought Tony was excellent during our draft coverage. But before I jump into the show, also want to say, as the member of Steeler Nation, let's make sure that the nation takes care of the nation. Also, if you want to help out the popularity of the program, please hit the like button. We've got 16 people in the live chat, so make sure we always try to keep it one for one. If you're in the live chat, please hit the thumbs up button. And if you want to contribute to the program via some monetary way, and I hate to even mention it because we are in a global pandemic, whether you believe it's serious or not, there's been 30 million jobless claims. If you want to hit the live chat button, the super chat button, and give any contribution to the show, your question will bump to the top of the show. Before I jump into the main topic of the of the program, yeah, I said it, the Steelers should sign Andy Dalton. Let me give a big shout out to the class of 2020, all of the high school graduates across the country. Today, May 1st, is College Decision Day, so I want to congratulate all of the high school seniors out there that have made their decisions in terms of what schools they're going to go to in the fall, and I'm praying that students will be able to go to their campuses and matriculate on campus and have that that awesome college experience that I've had and that many of you that listen to the program had, and also want to give a big congratulations to my daughter, Amiel Williams, who will be attending Smith College in the fall. Big up to everybody that's helped support her in that mission and to get to this point. And again, big shout out to all the students, the class of 2020, and the parents and the families that have supported all of those students in their journey. Also, before I jump into the program, I want to uh, give a big shout out to Kenny Good. Kenny Good is a, a just a, this awesome individual from my neighborhood in Pittsburgh who is struggling and suffering with COVID-19. So I want to give my thoughts and prayers out to Kenny Good, who's struggling with this monster out there, this virus. And again, I want to help and urge all of you to stay safe. It, it's it's trying. I know this is trying everyone's patience, but please do the things that your healthcare professionals are suggesting you know, make sure you social distance, make sure you use your masks when appropriate, and just make sure you do everything. You're washing your hands because the better that we are in managing it, the sooner we'll be able to enjoy some of the things that we've enjoyed, you know, previous to this. So let's just make sure that the nation takes care of the nation. So let me jump into the main topic of the program. It's, yeah, I said it. The Steelers should sign Andy Dalton. And don't get hung up on the name Andy Dalton. And I want to take a cool, calm, and collected approach to this because 
my fellow podcasters on BTSC, they took me to task yesterday on the Thursday show, the Steelers preview. Big up to bad. Who's bad? Big up to Jeff Hartman. Big up to Deputy Dave. They took me to task. And they took and they took everyone to task in Steeler Nation who came up with a statement like this, that the Steelers should sign Andy Dalton or the Steelers should sign Jameis Winston or the Steelers should sign Cam Newton or the Steelers should sign underscore blank, put in veteran quarterback. And that's really what I'm saying. Don't get caught up on the name Andy Dalton. More so focus on the concept of bringing in a better quarterback to make that quarterback room better. And I'm using Andy Dalton as an example because Andy Dalton is available. And if the Steelers were to acquire Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton would probably be the best backup in the National Football League outside of Jameis Winston. Now, why do I say it is extremely important that the Steelers reevaluate the quarterback room and try to bring in a veteran presence to bolster that room so the Steelers' season isn't in jeopardy if Ben Roethlisberger is injured for, let's say, six to eight games. Now, unlike Jeff and maybe Dave, I think it's cute to be able to look at a season merely in its Super Bowl or bust. I understand that. I mean, I'm 50 years old. I'm probably one of the oldest guys at BTSC. I'm from Pittsburgh. I get it. I've lived under that pressure. I know what it feels like being from the north side. However, you have to get to the playoffs to be able to compete for championships. And right now, the Steelers aren't doing that in the last couple of seasons. So I don't think you can frame every season in that type of a lens. I'm not saying your season is successful if you don't win a championship. I'm just saying when you look at a backup quarterback, you can't ask the question, if this backup played, could he get you to a Super Bowl? I think that's a false premise that you can't argue. So I don't think you could take it from that point. But when you look at Ben Roethlisberger, you look at his age, you look at his injury I mean, the guy was out for almost an entire season. He was out for an entire season. And big up to King Hutchinson. You must be from Manchester because Kenny Good is Mr. Manchester. You look at his age. You look at the fact that he suffered a season-ending injury to his right arm, his throwing arm. And... Think past the Steelers signing Andy Dalton, per se. So I don't want you to get caught just in that. But what I want you to think about is, is the Steelers' room, quarterback room, good enough to sustain a major Ben Roethlisberger injury where they could put the Band-Aid on the season where Big Ben could come back as the salve on the wound and they continue to move forward. But if you look at Ben's, Age, injury, and the years remaining on his contract, you cannot go off the regular standard operating procedures. Now, I thought Jeff brought up a good point on the Thursday show about how they've managed the quarterback position in the past, where they brought where he brought up some of the names of some of the backups for Big Ben. 
And if you look at some of the names for the backups, they've really rolled the dice when it comes to the backup quarterback position, really trusting in Ben Roethlisberger to stay healthy and a quarter and a devastating quarterback injury not kill their season. Thank you, Wes. This is the draft cap from last year. The city of Pittsburgh crest in the background. Now, given the things that I just said with Ben's age, injury, and years remaining, you cannot operate with that same level or that same standard procedure. You cannot put your season at risk and at jeopardy when you have a guy that's 38-39 coming off of elbow surgery and a guy that's probably in his last two years of playing in the National Football League. And because he's a franchise quarterback, you have to preserve those years. You have to manage those years as if they are the most precious thing in the universe. Because once Ben is gone, he's gone. So you have to maximize every season that he's at that he's playing quarterback and you have to you have to plan for any calamity outside of him staying healthy. Now I agree with game theory. Charlie Batch was solid. You need a quarterback of the level of a Charlie Batch that can play the type of football that Charlie Batch did when the Steelers started out 3 and 1. So now what Jeff, Dave and and Bad will tell you is that Mason Rudolph won games last year. Do we really think they won games because of Mason Rudolph? Do we really think that the defense can play at a level where they can carry Mason Rudolph? You know, this offense only averaged 18 points per game. I mean, you're going to have to score some points. If Mason Rudolph has to play for a long stretch of games, their season is over. But I guarantee you, if I say Andy Dalton has to play for a long stretch of games, let's say eight games, you'll say, huh, Andy's good enough to carry the Steelers. And there's no scenario where you can argue that Mason Rudolph or Devlin Duck Hodges is better than Andy Dalton, Cam Newton. And Jameis Winston is no longer in a conversation because he's the quarterback of the New Orleans Saints. There is nothing that you can say to convince me or any reasonable person who evaluates football in the quarterback position that he's better than any of those three guys. And so when you listen to Dave, you listen to Bad, you listen to Jeff, they kind of flippantly throw out, oh, well, he threw 30 touchdowns. He threw 30 interceptions. Yeah, he threw 30 interceptions. He turned the ball over a ton, but Jameis Winston has been better than Mason Rudolph at every level of football, Pop Warner, high school, college, and professional. Cam Cam Newton has been better than Mason Rudolph in every level. And dare I say, Andy Dalton probably has been comparable, if not better. Bottom line is the book on Mason Rudolph is absolutely incomplete. That's where I will agree with those guys. But because the book is incomplete and he only has about seven starts, maybe eight starts. I don't know how many starts he has. Man, let's just say 10 starts. How are you going to compare 10 starts against guys that have started over 50 games? And you're going to say, like Dave Schofield said, 
uh, it's just relative as to who's better. It's not relative. Mason Rudolph is nowhere near the caliber of those three guys. Now, there was also an argument in their show about, well, if you give the money to Mason Rudolph uh, or if you give the money to a backup quarterback, maybe you can't bring in Eric Ebron. And I'd rather bring in an Eric Ebron a tight end because he's going to help them more consistently than a backup quarterback. Well, guess what? If your quarterback gets hurt, Eric Ebron won't matter. And with the weapons that the Steelers have, the ball is going to be district. I mean, how many targets is Eric Ebron going to get anyway? I, I, I don't disagree that Eric Ebron won't help the offense. But if you look at Jameis Winston's deal, it's a million bucks. It's a million bucks. It's absolutely a million bucks. So you're talking about a known commodity in Andy Dalton and still in Mason Rudolph, still largely an unknown commodity. And I'm not going to I'm not going to rip him because he only has 10 starts. What I am going to say is simply. If whatever you think he is, whether you think he's garbage, which I do. Whether you think he's an adequate backup like the rest of my BTSC podcasting family does, you're guessing. You are absolutely guessing. There is not enough tape to make either conclusion. So because of that and because of that uncertainty, it is almost impossible to manage the risk. So what you do is you eliminate the uncertainty, you bring in a known commodity, and then you can manage the risk that way. Mason Rudolph with Ben Roethlisberger in probably his last two seasons of football is not the guy to hold the rock if Ben goes down. You cannot sacrifice and flippantly sacrifice seasons the last few seasons of Ben Roethlisberger with a backup like Mason Rudolph. They need a veteran in the building. Mason Rudolph be the number three. He continue to develop. You bring a veteran quarterback with Mason Rudolph as your three, then your quarterback room is appreciably stronger. But when you look at the quarterback room, when you have a 38-year-old guy coming off of an injury, to his right elbow, not his left toe, by the way. And your backups are Mason Rudolph and Devlin Duck Hodges. That's just irresponsible to put your, your season at risk like that. Now, they talked a lot about Jeff, Bad, Dave Schofield. They talked a lot about on their show about the fans living in their fears. Well, let me ask you this. Is New Orleans, are the Saints operating in their fears? Or were they operating in their fears when they signed Teddy Bridgewater? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. They were not operating in their fears. And, and thank you, Brianna Morrow. I'm glad you find me irritating and you're listening. That is the key. Keep listening. Um. And to Devin's point, he said, Lance, I don't understand in one episode saying they need to worry about giving Big Ben weapons. And then in this show saying that the backup QB is more important than the weapons. 
He needs weapons. If he's going to play and he's going to be healthy, he needs weapons. But dare I say you this, the weapons can be used by the backup and by Ben. So the weapons would help Ben and they would help the backup. And you better have weapons if you have those two dudes as your backup quarterback. Bottom line, if Ben Roethlisberger goes down, let's say eight games, are they better off with Andy Dalton or with Mason Rudolph? If you answer Mason Rudolph, you are just being a homer. And that's fine. And that's fine. And so someone on the live chat said, well, with what money? But let me go back to, I'll get to that. But let me go back to the New Orleans thing. I would much rather that the New Orleans, that the Steelers operate like the New Orleans Saints. Why are the New Orleans Saints operating in the way that they are? Because they have an old quarterback whose window is rapidly closing in Drew Brees. And they know if Drew Brees goes out for like he did last year, I think it was a six-game stretch. I think Teddy Bridgewater, if I'm not mistaken, went five and one. If he goes down for six games and you and you have Taysom Hill playing backup QB, your season is shot. They know with Drew Brees, they don't have many seasons to waste. What happened? Teddy Bridgewater goes out there, plays great football. Bing, bing, bang. They go to the playoffs. And so let me go to the finance part of this. Alfred Fujisaki said, logically speaking, you can't expect to have all these offensive weapons and pay Andy Dalton. Yes, you can. It depends on what Andy Dalton will accept. Let's say Andy Dalton accepts the same level of contract that Jameis Winston did. Then you can afford him. It's $1 million. And that's not the responsibility of the fans to figure out how the Pittsburgh Steelers can manage their cap. I will tell you, from what I know about the cap, what I've learned about the cap from Ian Whetstone, the cap can be maneuvered. It can absolutely be maneuvered, and the cap can be done in what you can find money in the cap. You can absolutely find money in the cap. So to Robert Savowitz, he said five and zero. Oh. He went five and zero. Oh. He went five and zero. Oh. Five and zero. Oh. Dare I say this? If they had a better backup quarterback, they'd be in the playoffs last year. I mean, bottom line, I'm just saying, look, you guys can believe what Colbert and Tomlin is going to tell you, but I know you guys. I know you guys well enough. I know you guys well enough that if Ben gets hurt, you guys are going to complain that they didn't do enough for the backup quarterback position. Because that's what we do as fans. We want to have it both ways. You are not going to say, well, I believed in what Tomlin and Colbert were doing, and I trusted it, but it didn't work out. Great. Let's just go to next season. Know what you're going to do? You're going to complain, and me and Jeff are going to be doing shows, and you guys are going to be saying, fire Tomlin. The live chat will be fire Tomlin, fire Tomlin, fire Tomlin. Because you guys will say that the Steelers did not do enough to ensure the season by putting an adequate backup in the building. And like Muhammad Ali said, Andy Dalton is a three-time pro bowler. Hey, I don't know what his market is. I think the Jameis Winston contract was probably not what he would get on the open market or he may not want to even sign for. But look, 
if you could get them for a million bucks, why not? But again, you don't have to worry about it. Let me let me read what Ian Whetstone said. He said that the Jameis Winston deal was was pretty atypical of a backup quarterback contract. I don't think Dalton comes that cheap. And for the Steelers to sign him, I think they need to at least do a two-year deal, which he may not sign. But hypothetically, I think maybe $4 million cash the first year minimum. Can't see him coming cheaper than that. He said the cap hit for Andy Dalton would probably be around $2.5 million. They could make room for that if they wanted. But again, that's if he would want to sign for two years. So let's say they could make, they could make the – so. Given what Ian is saying, and Ian is the capologist, he is the capologist. He knows the salary cap better than all of you guys put together. Better than all of you guys put together. If you could find two and a half million dollars in your salary cap and Andy Dalton was willing to take it and you could bring in Andy Dalton and you did not, that would not be smart. That would not be smart. So I just know it. I mean, I just know how you guys are that if this if the season goes to hell in a handbasket because Ben may not be as good as he was in the past, he is dealing with an injury. Ben gets hurt and you guys have to watch another season of Mason Rudolph sit like a statue in the pocket and get smashed. Oh, it's going to be it, it's going to be fat. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be ugly. I can't imagine being in a shelter in place, in a quarantine, in a global pandemic, and y'all having to watch Mason Rudolph or Devlin Duck Hodges play football for an entire season. Like Dave Schofield said, drink. I don't know if he's putting that to me, but y'all will be drinking. If y'all got to watch them two dudes, those backups play quarterback for... Y'all going to be drinking. As Beyonce said, I've been drinking. I've been drinking. <laughs> I, 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 I've been drinking. I've been drinking. So I, I'm just saying. A better plan would be to get a veteran. You can replace the Andy Dalton name. The Steelers should sign blank. Veteran quarterback. You, you have to. You, you 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 have to. You know, you have to. And I don't know, like DJ2Y Tonely said, does anybody in this chat actually think that if we could sign Andy Dahl for a minute for a million, we shouldn't? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. If you could sign Andy Dalton for a million bucks or a deal that worked under the salary cap, you guys can't be arguing that that does not make sense that that would not make the Steelers better. If you are, you guys are just trusting in what the organization says. Like Devin Young says, sign Matt Moore. The uncertainty around if either of these backups can play quality football is too great to try. You can't manage that particularly when your franchise guy is old with an elbow injury. You, you, you just, you just can't do it. You, you, you can't do it. That is too much risk. In my opinion, I think the way new, the new Orleans saints has done it was perfect. 
you know, I, I, I think they were perfect. So Sean American Patriot says, sign Dalton and Newton to your NFL team, Lance. You are such a great coach and GM. I'm sure 32 NFL teams are banging on your door. I will guarantee that 32 NFL teams aren't banging on my door or your door. So that would that would mean that your opinion is not necessarily better than mine. If you can convince me, Sean, American Patriot, by any metric that those two backups are better than Dalton or Newton, hey, man, you can grab my mic, you can do the podcast, and you can host it. There ain't a metric that you can pull up or point to to suggest that either one of those dudes are better than Dalton or Newton. You can't, you can't do it. You can't pull it up. You're just talking. Y'all are just talking. So, 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 look, if you could get Dalton for cheap, it makes sense. If you can't, you move on with your plan. But at bare minimum, you've got to kick the tires. And telling me that you've never kicked the tires over the course of this process and bringing in any veteran is just absolutely irresponsible for them. And to Big Brosco's, they can't afford them. They can't afford them, Big Brosco. They can. Absolutely. They can afford them. You know, you guys would have said that Jameis Winston wouldn't have signed a deal for a million. I mean, you know, Ian Whetstone says that, you know, maybe they could do it and get it around two and a half million. But we don't have to worry about, about that part. They can't afford them. What if they could afford them? Let's say Andy Dalton is is ready to sign for a deal that they can't afford. Is it bad then? So if your argument is they can't afford them, that's why they shouldn't do it. What if it is affordable? So if it's affordable, I guess you're arguing that they should. So if you're arguing that they should, you, you're saying that Dalton is better and that bringing a veteran quarterback makes the quarterback room better. If Ben were 27 and you wanted to roll the dice on his years, you wanted to put Dennis Dixon as the backup, I'm fine with it. Whatever. It is what it is. Ben's got a lot of years remaining. We'll get back to it. Ben ain't got get back years. Ben's not going to the club trying to be Mr. 2 a.m. anymore. Ben's Mr. 8 p.m. Ben's Mr. I need to get a nap and sit down and sleep. I'm just saying this. The plan is bad. It may work, but the plan is bad. I don't think you plan it like that. And I am hoping that it does work. So I'm going. I like I like DJ too, Tony. He says Lance, good passion, but this is a weird podcast. This would be like having a podcast called Yeah, I said it. I'm going to accept a date with the supermodel. No brainer if we could get one. I like that comment. I get what you're saying. All I'm saying is kick the tires on it. Coming out with the thought of we don't even need to try to get a quarterback, a, a veteran quarterback. We're co- There is nothing about the way Mason Rudolph or Duck playing that says you could be comfortable with their performances last year. Nothing. Nothing at all. 
I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have no confidence in the quarterback room. None. <laughs> I mean, none at all. But this has been a fun one. I am not going to take, I'll take a few questions. Let me go through here, take a few questions. But again, I do want to send big shout out to Steeler Nation. For any of you out there that have high school seniors class of 2020 and you have seniors that are going to college next year that have made their decisions today on May 1st, congratulations to you. Also, the nation, the nation needs to take care of the nation. Let's make sure we're doing everything that we can, whatever our healthcare professionals, whatever the states are mandating that you do. I know it's tough for everybody out there, but please do it. Please take care of your fellow neighbor and let the nation take care of the nation. But again, yeah, I said it. The Steelers should sign Andy Dalton or a veteran QB.